Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Every time your electrician visits from Clinton Electric, he arrives on time in a warehouse on wheels ready to get to work. Each visit includes a 10-point electrical safety evaluation. We get to know your home and identify age, wear, or out-of-date components and clearly explain your options. Family-owned, customer-focused since 1969. Give us a call at 410-453-9800. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. And I'm Nicole. Nicole, I woke up at 2 o'clock this morning because Chloe woke up. And there was no reason for it. She dropped her baby behind her bed. She had to go get it, whatever. And then I laid there for an hour thinking about things that didn't matter. Also, (laughs) my dog is in the studio today. so The heavy breathing is not me. Nope, not this time. (laughs) So I literally like laid there. And tell me why I was thinking about the last time I got my teeth cleaned and like I had to actually like make a dentist appointment and the things I had to do for work. And I don't think I went to bed until like an hour later. And so Hmm. here we are. I'm in sweatpants. Disgusting. Yeah. Because I woke up at two o'clock in the morning. Thinking about teeth. About teeth. Yeah. Those aren't things that I wake up for two for at two o'clock in the morning for. But no, I mean, like Chloe got up. And I think I heard the dog bark or something. Something woke me up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. And I look in the monitor and she's like trying to get her baby. And so I went in there to help her. And then I laid back down and I was just like, I couldn't get comfortable. And then I started thinking about like, oh my God, my teeth are going to fall out of my head because I haven't gotten them cleaned in like a year. Because I think it's probably been a year since I've been to the dentist. You know that there's like this this theory and there's a book about it, like dreams and why we dream about yeah, the things. it wasn't We're, a dream though. But I, this is my, go yeah. with me here. Mm-hmm. That one of the, if you dream about your teeth falling out, hi, if you dream about your teeth falling out, it's because you're under a lot of stress. So you were kind yeah. of awake thinking about your teeth, like maybe, you know, or let's yeah. just be honest about it. We're all busy. Yeah. And it's like sometimes when you wake up and you think about those things, it's because you don't get a chance just to think about normal things, right? Like, I don't think I ever just like sit and think about like, I wonder what kind of like coffee I really do like in my life <laughs> or what type of underwear really fit me properly or my or the bra that I'm wearing. Like it doesn't fit like what what bra size am I really? I you know what I mean? Actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we really don't. I mean, when do you ever get to like, you know, I know. have access to yourself, well, have access to yourself? You're welcome, everybody. Put that yeah. on a shirt. Not until two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Kids. <laughs> What is my life? So I just figured I would uh, I would share that because uh, don't forget to go to the dentist, get your teeth clean, because if mm. you don't, you'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning thinking about it. Yeah, the, the whole the whole teeth thing is a big thing in our house because I mean, look, I'll be honest. We're really good about our kids brushing their teeth in the morning. We're okay with them brushing them at night because we're typically coming home from a sporting event. Or I'll be honest, sometimes I'm just so tired. 
I want to get them to bed. You just don't want to fight with them. That I don't even care about them brushing their teeth because that's one more step of somebody fighting about like, get out of my way. Mom, Rylan left the toothpaste in the in the sink and then all this stuff that's happening like at 8 30 or 8 45 at night that i'm just not interested in yeah. so my whole point is about teeth in this is that like the whole brushing your teeth and stuff i just wish somebody could do it for me or that we didn't even have to worry about our breath smelling bad or our teeth being dirty that's a whole other topic though anywho do you have a 101 dalmatians thing on the back of your i do it's huh. uh it's cruella Deville. it's a kate spade um cover so Isn't all the kate cute? spade covers you thought hmm i'm gonna get that one i mean it was at the outlet <laughs> so let's be real there's only minimal options at an outlet you're such a better mom than me i'm sure chloe loves it and i would like totally not they move the dalmatians move ah the yeah. little floaters they do except for the two uh, at the top they've been stuck since i got the case oh sorry that you guys can't see what i'm looking yeah, at right now i'll have but. to put a picture also yeah. speaking of dalmatians i'm about to put isla in my office and shut the gate she's driving me nuts Oh, she is bone. so cute, though. I really hope, Tom, if you're listening, <laughs> I really hope that they can't hear. Can this. you just like get the sound of her out of the yeah. background? Kidding. Well, today's Friday, and I know that we don't drop these till Monday, but I, we have to celebrate Fridays. No, thank God. I'm so. I've never appreciated Fridays more than I do now. I think because, like you and I were talking about before, like the working out regimen and like getting up early like i've mm-hmm. never been more excited to sleep in which will be like 6 a.m for me tomorrow i'm just i'm so glad it's friday and i'm like in like leggings and i'm in like a sweatshirt and my hair is still gross from the gym this morning Same. and i Same. did brush my teeth but i'm just so glad it's friday yeah, same. So glad it's Friday. Same. It has been so a whirlwind. Well, yeah. I mean, besides me waking up at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> to worry about my teeth, it has been a phenomenal week. Like we touched base with a lot of our current clients. So what I'm having everybody do is reach out, schedule just like a New Year kickoff call kind of good, thing. Good. That's like good. that's in one of our podcasts, I think. I think yeah, I think yeah. it is. I don't know if it's been launched yet, but <laughs> oops, sorry. Oops. Um, but like really just like making our company stand out above like everyone else's, yeah. right? And all of the calls we had were really, really good. Like we got off the call and we had like good brainstorming ideas. And so like really everyone reach out to your customers, communicate with them because you feel so much better when you know you're doing a good job mm-hmm. and then you can fix the things that they're not happy with and then you don't lose them. Yeah. You feel like, okay, I, I have another six months with them. Yeah. And I don't know why I do this. It doesn't happen often. But like if a client that I typically meet with in person, because I typically meet with most of my clients in person once or every two months, if like, oh, we can just jump on a call thing. Like, <gasps> I'm getting axed. I'm getting axed. <laughs> and like that happened yesterday. And then I talked to one of my clients at like four. And he's like, no, this was just easier. Like you didn't need to come all the way out here to like talk about this. Like, you yeah. know, it was like, whew. I mean, I would have been shocked if he if he fired me. But um. But it's like that change yeah. in behavior yeah. is terrifying. Well, and it's our due diligence to while to reassure our clients too, because we are the experts in our industry that the year is going to be great. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like hesitation out there right now. Like people are looking at, you know, the stock market and the, the housing market. And, yeah. It's like, so yeah. they know their business. They know their side of the business and what the numbers look like, but it's our job 
to get on a call with them or meet with them and not lie, but just be like, look, like I've got this part handled. So this is all being handled. What can I do for you? And then, you know, even if you do the most simplest thing for a client, you should always be validating your space with them. I think when you're in in any industry that, you know, you don't want to make mistakes. Right. And there's so many different ways we can make mistakes on the advertising or marketing side, whether it's social media or just running commercials. So what we're bringing you today is very valuable information. Listen to it. Take it. Implement it. Um, Date. Marketing mistakes, eight marketing mistakes you should not make, but we've all, we all have. So we're just going to kind of run through them. You know, as business owners, you know, we already know the importance of marketing. That's why we're in this business. We know that people want to grow. People want to have a brand. They want to be around for a long time. Nobody gets in the business thinking, you know what? I think we're just going to try this for three years and then can it and try a new business. Right. I mean, that was my plan. (laughs) <laughs> what year are we on? <laughs> this is three. <laughs> all right, all right. It's TikTok, TikTok. Just kidding. Call um, me. I'll do your social media. <laughs> but you know, the reality of it is, is that like any marketing is that we do, it there's a potential for an absolute disaster to happen, right? And it's kind of funny in our industry where we're the first ones to get cut, right? Like during mm-hmm. you know during the pandemic, if something was some, when something like that happened, the first budget that got cut was advertising and marketing. It was the first to go. Um, so if you survived that, yay us. If you didn't, it's unfortunate. But um, however, on the flip side, we're the first budget to get cut, but we're so needed. Mm-hmm. Like most businesses cannot survive without having some type of like marketing or advertising plan in place. So the first... <laughs> Terrible drum roll. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Tom, maybe you can put one in for us. Um, (laughs) Is ignoring your client's target audience. I mean, how many times have we used the word avatar? You know what's funny? I was going to bring this up today anyway. And when you sent me the topic, I was like, oh, this is great. Go ahead. Are we trying to get Celsius to sponsor us? I drink that stuff too. It's so good. It's good. We'll talk about that at the end. Um, So here's my question. I was taking a course from somebody who's very well known in like the digital marketing space. And when it came to TikTok, she goes, don't niche down. I was like, that goes against everything I've ever said and ever done. Right. And I'm like, what? So like, I don't. What what does she mean? Don't niche down. Like she was pretty much saying like, make the TikTok broader of an audience Mm. instead of like actually coming up with an avatar and I was like wait a minute I was like I don't like I get it but then I don't at the same time I I do agree that that can go in two different directions because I know when you and I met and we were talking about doing this podcast like we have to build out an avatar I'm like but do we because it was like all right well we're talking about advertising and marketing but I knew it wasn't just going to be us going mm-hmm. hello thank you for joining us about our marketing and advertising expertise it is such a great intro we should re-record yes. you know what I mean like I yeah. knew it was going to be that I knew it was going to mm-hmm. be like a little Victoria a little Nicole a little combo a little banter so it was like cuz I've had people at my gym listen to our podcasts who are 20 they're like 21 
Yeah. And like, you guys are so funny. And they probably don't listen to the whole thing. They probably just like listen to the first five minutes. And then Wait, like they check out. we have a podcast? I think I mentioned it once in the yeah. morning when somebody talked to me. And like, you know, I don't even remember. Because like, I don't really oh talk God. a lot at the gym. Yeah, I don't either. I've I was like, oh, yeah, I have a chase. podcast. And they were like, oh, you do? I was like, yeah, it's called Mad Girls and Marketing. They're like, we're going to look it up. Because I've started to be have like have a voice at the gym. I know that's kind of crazy, but I usually don't talk. Anywho, um, but isn't that fun yeah. that they're doing that? Love that. Um, hey girls. I feel like we should hand out cards that have just the Mad Girl Marketing yeah, with Podcast like a with a QR on the code in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because people who just know us will listen just because it's us yeah. and no idea. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Anyways, ignoring your clients, target audience. Um Sometimes a lot of campaigns are created without taking the time to like understand the needs, the wants, and the interests, right? Like on what a client needs. And I see it all the time. It's primarily the reason why a lot of clients leave their current agency or consultant to come and work with other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's like they didn't pay attention from the get-go. It's like, wait. Actually, the law firm that I'm trying to get in with in Colorado, that is their biggest hurdle right now with the person who's handling their marketing advertising. Like they don't know our brand. They don't know the person we're trying to talk to. They don't know. So if they don't know that, then they don't know how to create content. They don't know how to create commercials. They don't know how to run social media posts. So it's so important that like simple stuff like that should be the first thing you're talking about in a meeting, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's the first thing we we, we talk about. Right. And there's so many like social media companies that I've I've seen and I've come up against mm-hmm. where like they they really don't they just do what's they just do what's trending yeah but they don't do what's trending if it doesn't make they do what's trending if it doesn't make sense for the brand mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you're not gonna see me and Nicole get up and do like TikTok dances for our own social medias you Maybe know we will well <laughs> yeah, i'm not trying to well <laughs> i know for the though. mad girl yeah. uh for the mgm pod like maybe that makes sense but yeah. for the brand that right. i have created that doesn't make sense you exactly know? exactly yeah. well i think to people exactly to your point the trends people are doing their research but they're looking at what like you said, is trendy and like what's working. It's it's the same thing with Instagram. I do not believe that every client, every category of business needs to be on Instagram. Like yeah. this law firm, for instance, they're spending over $1,500 a month to be on Instagram with this Wait, other company. $1,500 a month. To just be on Instagram. Just to be on Instagram. Okay. Increase your prices. Um, <laughs> and have been preaching that to me for like a year. And, and I have to say... Unless you are like a law firm that's like off the Rector scale, am I even saying that word right? Richter or is it Rector? Richter scale. Rector. I think it's Richter. Richter. Yeah, Yeah. Richter scale. Like unless you're like at a ten, like you're like corny and you joke, and it's like I don't really feel like you a law firm should be on Instagram. Well, I think if it's like a divorce attorney, probably a good idea. But it's the content, and I and I think right now what they're what their content is and their videos are stupid. Like pan in the office. It's like nobody cares about pan in the office. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's like anyways, like going back to just really knowing, knowing that audience, like listening to your potential client or your client and listening because you might not agree that their target demo is in a specific area in a state with a household income of this, but they know Mm because they run their business. So marketing mistake number one. Ignoring your client's target audience. 
Boom. Would you like me to go on to number two? Yeah, we've got eight and we're already like okay. 15 minutes in. All right. So not utilize this. What? Should we two-part this? Yeah. Okay. So we'll do the first half, one episode, the second half. Yeah, let's other. do that. Yeah. We'll do like four and then four. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next one is like not utilizing all this wonderful technology that we have out here. So we spoke with one of our great business coaches the other day, right? And she talked about like automating, doing things of that sort, analytics, social media management tools. There are so many tools out there that we can provide to our clients and so many agencies or marketing consultants are not utilizing them and and providing them for their clients at all. Do you run into that? I mean, you probably have like a social media management that you provide for your clients so that they can see what's going on. We do. So we provide analytics to them but you can see your own analytics whenever you want honestly you just have to know how to get there but like we'll show them don't yeah we'll show them how to get there we have some clients who don't care but most of them are pretty interested so the way that we have our system is the content eight times out of ten goes Mm -hmm. to the client before it gets posted so they still see some of it so it's almost like we're the automated system Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. Well, I mean, the point is, is that you're you're providing that that toolbox for yeah. your clients. And I, I think that's the point. It's that, look, I, I do not have I have not invested a ton in software. I've created a dashboard that I can integrate um, a lot of the media that my clients use to show them everything under one umbrella. But that's also something that I can lean on my vendors, my partnerships from these other massive corporations because they have the tools. So mm-hmm. even if you can't afford or you don't want to spend all that money bringing that software in-house, there's plenty of vendors that you already work with and partnerships that you have that can provide the data, the research, the you know, or even going into automation. The software that's out there now for automation to make any of our businesses run easily, it's so inexpensive and it's necessary. Canva actually just pushed out AI. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's available, but pretty much they just pushed out AI. So if you want your captions written, mm-hmm. you pretty much just put in a couple of like keywords and it'll create your captions for you. See, this is it's what crazy. I'm talking about. But that's like, you know, that's what's at the like at our fingertips. People in our industry, we, there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. There's just so much out there that if you're not providing that for your clients, you, you shouldn't be in this business and they sh- sure as hell shouldn't have hired you. So. That's number two, mic drop. Number three, not tracking or analyzing the metrics, right? Like it's so easy. You had just brought it up about mm-hmm. like our clients already have the ability to go look at their Google Analytics. Some of them don't know how to do that or they don't know what they're looking at. But that's our job to make sure that we're tracking. Like I know on my side of the business, attribution tools are huge now. Like especially in the OTT space, which is over-the-top television. So if you have a Roku and you're watching Bravo and you see a commercial run, that's OTT, right? Well, Hulu is apparently now advertising it on Facebook. Remember I yes. sent you that picture yesterday? Yes. Hulu has it. Netflix is going to be rolling out with yeah. it. But those vendors, those Hulus and Netflix and, you know, the OTT on, space. Wait. Netflix is going to be rolling this out? They're going to be rolling out commercials. Fuck. Yeah. Seriously, like, can you pay more to not get commercials? I don't know what their like what their yeah. pay, what their structure is going to be, but I know that they're going to start airing. And the thing is, too, is like they're going to have to dictate between like 
the shows on there, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like you have kids, you got drama, you have documentaries. So you yeah. can't just have your commercial running right. freely. So they're going to have to have different um, metrics of like where commercials come on. Disney Plus too. Disney yeah. Plus. When is that supposed to happen? I think by the end of the year. Oh my God. Yeah. Be canceling Netflix apparently. I know. Well, you won't. No, I won't. No. I'll still watch it. And also if you are sharing your login and password information, oh, yeah, they're going to be cutting down on that too. So I heard that too. Whoever uh, people, Adam, my husband, like I will, I remember one time we could not watch something because there was three other people using <laughs> it. And I go, can you call your friend, please, in Ohio and tell him to get his ass off of our Netflix so we can watch our show? I'm like, guys, you're grown adults. Like, pay the the whatever it is now. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. But anyhow, so, you know, tracking and analyzing metrics, it's just essential. And and also, too, it, it holds you accountable. Like, it holds me accountable. I should be able to show my client if it's if you have the capabilities where their commercials run how many impressions there were how much traffic drove to their website and not everybody wants those things but i know from a client's perspective they're going to be able to come and show the bottom number at the end of the month mm-hmm. and say look our re- our revenue is 20 million and or we were off like nicole what's happening what's going on what are you yeah. not doing what do we need to change so you know um you guys got to do that but people aren't doing that oh i'm sure whole I'm time sure. um Number four. Wait, did we do number? Where was recap? We just did not tracking or analyzing metrics. Is that number three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we can we keep elaborating on number three? No. Some of them kind of overlap a little bit. Number four. Um, not investing in quality content. This would definitely. Yes. Nobody cares about motivational Monday. (laughs) But I do. But I like. (laughs) Maybe if you're their avatar, it makes sense. But I'm telling you. If you're an HVAC company and you put fucking motivational Monday on your your social media feed, mm-hmm. just relinquish all rights. You are officially you are officially cut off. Yeah, I think it's okay for us to put that in like our advertising and marketing space that we're in. Like, hey, it's I did actually I posted something today about it being Friday. Um, but Sorry. I agree. No, but I think <laughs> if you're in a home service space or you're you're not yeah. it depends. Like Brie uh, our coach Bree, she'll put stuff up. Like that makes sense. Well, okay? that that's her space. Yeah, that's her space. But she's if in. you're like, I don't. But know. it's quality. Con- it's quality content, right? Yeah. And it's it's about engagement. Everything is about engagement with content on social media. It's about putting something out there that makes me, the user, react. It's not even so much engagement anymore, right? It's eyeballs. Yeah, right. It's exactly. not like people are not engaging as much as they are seeing it if that makes sense right like if your your percentage organically is going to be pretty low compared to um what the actual eyeballs on the content are so like it might say like you have a thousand people that see this piece of content but like Mm -hmm. 25 of them like it do you know what i mean so like you you can't a hundred percent base it on engagement and comments and likes Mm -hmm. and whatever um because there's just like it's just changing the metrics for that are constantly changing so we kind of look at are you at least are you at least getting eyeballs Mm -hmm. as like the big metric because it's brand recognition yeah like we want people to see your stuff right right so it's not necessarily the like sorry that was like a tangent but no this is what people need to hear these are this is educating our 
listeners. I feel like too with content, I think it can go either way depending on what type of category you're in, right? Like if you're a boutique, you know, if you're selling apparel or if you're, you know, any type of clothing industry, like I would think I could be wrong is they want you to, they want an action to be made. They want you to click on the shop now. They Mm -hmm. want you to see a pair of shoes that they identify that you like because they're targeting you by behavior to take an action. I'm assuming if you're a plumber and you can tell me if I'm wrong or you're a roofer, they just want you, they just want you to know they exist. Mm -hmm. They want that branding, that name recognition. And I think too, with social media and like going and not going too much down that rabbit hole, but everybody feels like they need to be on it. Right. Like as a user, you feel like you need to be on it as a consumer, as a business, you feel like you need to be on it. So I think the content and the engagement and just connecting with your target audience, they all go hand in hand. Yeah. And I think as marketers and, and you know, being on our side of the business, it's important for us to distinguish between the two so that our clients are doing it correctly. Because at the end of the day, they're investing something, mm-hmm. right? Even if it's just 500 bucks or they're spending, you know, 1500 bucks a month or they're spending 10000 um, it's still our job, you know, to invest in, in quality of everything. So- Four marketing mistakes to wrap it up is ignoring your client's target audience, is not utilizing the technology that's available at our fingertips, um, not tracking or analyzing metrics, and not investing in quality content. That's it, folks. Stay tuned for the next four. I know you're excited. At least next Monday. <laughs> um, no, I think those are good, and I'm, I'm excited to hear what the next four are, and I feel like everyone else probably will be too, but... I'm, I think it just comes back to like really knowing your client, right? Yes. Because a lot of that all encompasses like knowing your client's goals. Right. Well, that's figuring out what they want. Well, that's, and that's, this all goes back to something we talked about on podcasts, maybe at the very beginning, where that first initial meeting, Mm -hmm. like asking the right questions. What are your top three questions? Like you said, getting to know the client and like, not necessarily doing what you want to do, but what's right for the business. Because, and I, I see that mishap all the time where I've had my very first client, which was a flooring company, they were so upset because we weren't buying Good Morning America. And they wanted to buy Good Morning America because they watched it. And it's like, that's not why we buy media. That's yeah. not why, you know, and quite frankly, you're not the target audience. Mm-hmm. Or even if you are, that's not why we buy something. Yeah. Like there's a whole plan behind this and there's data to look at. And that's just not why you buy Good Morning America. So um, How sometimes- much is Good Morning America? Um, Maybe to run a 30 second commercial, mm-hmm. it would probably be around like 650 to run that run 30 second commercial within that time period. Now here in Baltimore, Good Morning yeah. America runs on the ABC affiliate, so it'll be a lot cheaper. But yeah. like the Today Show, a yeah. lot more. But that's not con- in- that's not including the production of the commercial. It's not. That's just the ad spend, right? And that, and you would never just buy one commercial. You know, you would probably buy three days a week, three days out of that week, and probably do like a whole reach and frequency mm-hmm. campaign. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. it, rates usually based off eyeballs mm-hmm. um and strength of the station yeah but that's not always the case either interesting mm-hmm. so interesting okay yeah so if you own your own business though these are super helpful know who you're targeting yes automate your systems yeah 
get a business coach if you don't have one Mm -hmm. and they can help you kind of look on the outside. You know, what's funny is so I have a meeting with Brie today and, um, Brianna, I know literally (laughs) love her so much. So I, I officially signed up with her. She's always been here. I know. Hallelujah. It's Friday. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) So I've always had her in my back pocket and we Mm -hmm. tried to do this. Um, Well, she can't help but like rattle off great information to you. And I go, shouldn't I be paying you for this? Yeah. Well, so that's the thing, right? Is because we're friends. She is kind of like inadvertently my business Mm -hmm. coach and she's Mm -hmm. told me to do things. Mm -hmm. So when when we said she was our business coach, my business coach, that's not a lie. It's just now we're getting on a more regimented schedule. So I have a meeting with her today and I'm paying for for this yeah it's good are you doing one of the programs i'm doing one of her programs okay. and um i told uh eric last night at dinner because i didn't he's he's very cynical he loves brie mind you we were literally at her house what a week ago today like yeah. all of us were and like yeah he loves her it's not against her he's just like oh that's money you shouldn't right. you can use to, to do something else and i'm like okay so I finished that book by Jen Sincero mm-hmm. and it really kind of like inspired me to have like an actual conversation with like Brie about this. And so because she mentions mentions getting a business coach about 600 times in her book. She does. And it's like so pretty much she said something that like made a lot of sense to me. She goes, even Olympic trainers go to the Olympics with their coach. Mm-hmm. They were like, they don't train themselves. And I was like, oh, like it really kind of hit me. Right. So I officially signed up with Brie and I told Eric about it. And I was like, I'm just going to tell you because not that I feel like I have to, but that's what you do when you're married. You keep people <laughs> in the loop. about your yeah. business. D- decisions, bigger decisions, I guess. And uh, he goes, you know, what's funny is I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't want to get yelled at, but I was kind of going to suggest you maybe talking to Brie about getting her to help you with some stuff. And I was like, so what you're telling me mm-hmm. is we're all on the same page. Yeah. And he was just like, uh-huh. And I was like, holy shit, mm. hell's freezing over. I was like, this is crazy. But I'm really excited. I actually have my first meeting with her after we're done recording. So, Well, I think it's good to know, like, not that this is a podcast about relationships, but I think it's, it's, well, it's so encompassing, helpful like, when your partner's on your side, even 100%. if they don't quite understand. I mean, look, I was the same way with Adam when I decided to like hire Brie and a life coach. And I was like, so, but I kind of do the like, well, this is what I'm doing. I hope you support it. <laughs> and then he's like, okay. I'm um, the same way. Literally. You know, like, yeah. I hope you support it because it's going to change my life. And if um, you don't, then I don't fucking care. I'm yeah. Anyway. It, right. Yeah. So, but I, I know that he has, can see the value in it. I know he can see the changes. I know he can see that it's something that I need. Um, because quite frankly, like Brie is a friend of ours and, you know, and I've known her for quite some time now and she should get paid for the knowledge that she mm-hmm. shares because she's worked really hard to, I think a lot of it came innately to her, like it just naturally flowed to her. But I have been with through the process with her since she started this and she's just full of knowledge. So yeah. I felt bad when we're on our runs and she's like, well, you know, maybe you should think about this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably should think about it. It's a great idea. And I'm like, you know, I should probably just pay you. And she's like, yeah, OK, you know, <laughs> so um, because she should be paid, even though she's yeah. a friend, she should be paid. And, and she's great. Thing. Pay people with their worth. 
Yeah. Like I was in a networking group. I might have mentioned this before. You can turn off the podcast if I did, but <laughs> there I was in a networking group and this guy was like bringing in a business coach for this group, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was going to come do like a, a monthly session and it was a it was a fucking realtor. And some of these realtors are just like the sleazy. I'm not saying all. I've got clients that are realtors. Nicole has clients. Well, Jesus. Oh my God, this dog. Who brought this dog? I know. Here? Bad idea. <laughs> Bad idea. Um, but yeah, we've got clients that are realtors. We've got friends that are realtors, right? Like it's not all, but some of them are just like so slimy. And he runs this group and whatever. So he comes in. Mind you, I have since dropped said group. Mm-hmm. Thank Jesus. Um, he's like, Yeah, the business coach was gonna charge us X amount, but I talked him down to this. And I looked him right in the face. I was like, why are you talking him down? Right. Like, isn't the whole point of networking to like support other small businesses? Yeah. And that's what he was. It's a dude that runs his own business similar to Brie, solopreneur, whatever. I was like, why would you do that? And I said that literally in front of the entire group. I was like, why don't you pay him what he's worth and what he's asking for? Right. And everyone just looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So, yeah, I said like – Pay him what he's worth. Yeah. Stop being a cheap ass. Yeah. And everybody agreed. And I'm like, why would you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so pay your friends. They do a job for you. Don't expect pay a discount. Pe- pay people in general. Yeah. Like if you're getting something from them. Give them money. It comes and- around, man. I'm telling <clears throat> you. It comes around full circle. I can't wait till like six months from now or a year when Victoria has like a life coach and she's like just <laughs> running circles in business around people. And then me and Brie can be like... <laughs> Yeah, remember when she hated coaches? First of all, I don't hate. (laughs) You said hate. We have it recorded. I I so okay. Hold on. Let me explain myself. Let me explain myself because I had to explain. I think you just met the wrong ones. Personally, I met a lot of wrong ones. Is the problem? It wasn't until I met Bree about two years ago that I was like, "Oh, this is what this is." Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times I see these people who are like. I was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years and I like didn't go to college and I like didn't work with businesses, but I'm going to tell you how to run yours. Yeah. And you're like, what? Shut Nothing against stay-at-home up. moms. No, but you can't tell me how to run my business because you watched your husband be a VP of something. Like I Correct. can't. I don't know. It just drives me nuts. And I think it's because, and this is part of the reason I like dropped a couple networking groups because I just wasn't getting anything from it. Like the mindset of some of these people is not big. And so Brie has a very big Pretty sure I talked mindset. about that in one of our podcasts. Yeah. So here we are. I'm on a tangent. <laughs> this Again. is so fun. I cannot wait for oh all this God. to just unfold. And I can be like, I told you so. I know. I'm so excited that I'm going to start working with her. I literally made like an entire sheet of all of like <clears> the goals that I have and what I want to do. Oh, she'll and- love you because I hate sheets. Yeah. Wait till you do this one. Oh, have no, you it's done not this a Google one? sheet. It's a piece of paper. Oh, no. She'll have I you like- put in a sheet. This is her whole thing right here too. This whole thing. I, I think I've seen I hate that, it. But I don't think I've actually. I hate it. I hate it. I was supposed to give it to her like a week and a half ago. I hate it. My God. Yeah. I'm she hates big- me. I'm probably one of her <laughs> worst clients. <laughs> <laughs> So if nothing else, reach out to Brie and tell her you're sorry that yeah. she has to deal with us on a yes. regular basis. But closing up shop. Yes. Our website is up and running. It's up and running. Up and running. Oh, it has all of our episodes on it. It does. It's madgirlsandmarketing.com. Mm-hmm. And there you can see all of these pictures that Nicole and I have taken so far. And the social links are up there. Yeah. We are going to be getting a mailing list up at some point. So mm-hmm. feel free to go ahead and put your information in the contact info. 
Um, and we still want to hear from you guys. So go ahead and fill that out and send it over. But I think that's it for us. And Isla, too. She's crying. So. And Isla. Mm-hmm. She's been a real hoot. I know. All right, guys. Well, until next time, stay mad about marketing. Oh, 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 oh